0: You know what? I'm gonna get really real, real here for a second. Do it. Get real. I'm gonna get real here for a second. Get really real. Just don't knock it. I was. Movie. I literally almost knocked something out. Yeah. Um. I had a conversation with my mother earlier this week, and she was talking about the state of the world and how upset she was with it, and how when she was growing up, it she felt it was nothing like what it is now. So take that as, as you will. Um, and she talked about what it was, what it must be like raising children in today's world and how horrifying that must be. And I confessed something to her, which at the moment is true mm-hmm. and may change, that right now I don't want to have kids and I can't envision myself having kids for that very reason because I would not want to grow up in the world as it is right now. And you know what she said to me? I thought I was so afraid to admit this to her. Because you know, any parents, you know, like oh they want grandchildren. It's like, oh, what do you what do you do? You get a job, you get married, you have kids, the cycle repeats itself. <laughs> Santa, Santa, <laughs> Santa Mortadel. I was so petrified to admit this to her. You know what she said to me? She let out a sigh of relief.
1: She wow. said,
0: she said. I wouldn't want you to either. And that blew me the fuck away. Because that's not what I was expecting. She was like, I'm I'm glad you feel that way. If you decide you want to one day, great. But you're right. To these days, being a child and learning about the way the world works must be horrifying. And there may, you know, there may be people that disagree with me, and that's fine. But, yeah, I, but I kids get to see soul.
1: So maybe soul will. Change an entire generation of children. It's enti- yeah, that's true. Into, it's, it's entirely possible. Into living life to the fullest. It's just, it's such a shame that. Or maybe they'll be distracted by the joke where souls can't feel touched, so she slaps them a bunch she of times. slaps them like five times. <laughs> <like five, laughs> and they
0: can't taste pizza. Yeah. And it's like, long. Well, they right? well, 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 can't, can't taste, taste
1: pizza. pizza. That's, that's
0: silly. Uh, um. C- Cindy is a parent. Yes, Cindy, thank you for sharing. It's true. The, Cindy well, says. fuck me. Well, fuck me. <laughs> Cindy says, the level of anxiety I have as a parent, I don't blame you. I don't blame you either, Cindy. There's so much horror in the world right now, and growing up, you have to deal with so many... So, a, a child going to school today. How horrifying is that with the craziness in the world when the fact that you don't know how these other children are being raised and what they're learning and then rubbing off on your own kid? How fucking terrifying is that?
1: I gotta be honest, I was not ready for this conversation at all. I thought we were just gonna talk about the Pixar movie. I have notes about how cool the the score is. Um, but we can keep doing this, too, if you want.
0: Um, I, yeah, I don't know. Well, we can, I mean, we can take a step back from the heat and actually talk about the movie. but, <laughs> 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 This is why <laughs> straight. <psychology. laughs> I've been listening while cooking dinner," says Vicky. Yeah. Vicky, I hope we're not ruining your life, <laughs> <Either>. <laughs> or anyone else who's who, yes. who's
1: watching right now. Yes, um, guys, are movies fun? Movies are great. This is a kids movie. <laughs> this is a, this is a movie for this is a movie for children uh, that has clearly affected the two of us in a very very real way to the point where Michael doesn't know if he wants to bring children into this world. I almost called my employer and told them fuck off because <laughs> I'm, I need to go do something other than this. I need to go stargaze or whatever. Um, and but that like when Pixar is at its best, that's what they do. They can do that to you. They Not even Pixar. Movies, movies at their absolute purest, in their absolute purest form, can fully penetrate you as a human being and get deep inside your soul. Ah! They get deep inside your soul and they shake things up to the point where you leave the movie, you leave this piece of art as a completely different person than how you entered. I just got to say isn't it amazing that there is this art form out there that can do that to us even when it's directed at the
0: youngest and smallest people it's unbelievable um, it's absolutely wild it's bonkers that is the reason why I think you and I do what we do yeah um and this is this also fucked me up a little bit Regarding the film, because so much about what the film communicates is how important it is to be a mentor Mm, to others. Interesting. So much of the, the tension in Joe Gardner's life is that he so badly wants to be a successful jazz musician himself when it's so obvious to the viewer that what he's really good at is mentoring others. Mm -hmm. And that's why I cannot stand, I cannot stand the assholes in the world that are like, those who can't do, teach. Hmm. That bullshit. Yeah, It drives me absolutely bonkers. It's like, get ahead, you little mofo. Go sit in a classroom with 20 other teenagers and good luck getting them to listen to you and trying to cultivate their lives and their passions in a way. I've had some amazing teachers that have changed my life. I've had some bad teachers that have ruined my life. But it's just, the movie I think demands respect for that profession, for a teacher, for a mentor. Because I don't think anybody who's passionate about anything or following their dreams, so to speak, I'm sure that they could tie the inception Chris Nolan, of that dream. (laughs) That's a callback. Yeah, baby. To a person, whether it's a person they know or not, being inspired by that person, and if you're inspired by by somebody, in some capacity, that person is your mentor. And this movie demands respect for those people. Um, and it tries to communicate that in a lot of ways, being a mentor is more valiant and more respectable than actually doing the thing itself. Yeah. Because it's not about doing the thing, it's about having the passion to begin with. Yeah. It's the about caring about something. Yeah,
1: caring, about, caring enough to continue or to live. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't really think about the, the whole notion of mentors in this movie, but now that you say it, I think in the kind of in the middle section when uh, when twenty two is trapped inside of Joe's body, they kind of go through a series of mentorship. Whether the first scene where um, where the, the little girl from school shows up and she's like, I wanna quit jazz, I don't like it anymore and twenty two through Joe the cat, which is something that we haven't touched on at all. Joe <laughs> turns true. into a cat. Um <laughs> That's true the two of them together are able to mentor this little girl into realizing that she does have this love for jazz and that she should stick with it. And then you go to the barber shop, which, um, obviously in the black community is like a huge thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a place where people go and they get mentored by other people, specifically your barber. It's It's a, it's kind of like a therapy chair in a way where you go and she like 22 has a line, like, I don't know what it is about that chair, but sitting there just kind of, you know, it made me want want to, you know, tell you about my whole life and, you know, just talk to you about, about random things. Um, but the, like the, the Des, I think his name is Dez, right? Yes. The, the barber. Mm-hmm. He's kind of a mentor character in terms of like showing, not even showing, but just like kind of explaining like why it's so important to not like only stick to one thing and what you think is your calling or your passion. And that you just need to like kind of enjoy whatever it is that's thrown your way and continue to live life to the fullest that way. And then from there, they go to Joe's mom, and obviously, like, your mom is, like, your first mentor um, in pretty much every single way. Um, and there's, like, a great conversation there between, like, her expectations and Joe's expectations and, like, the dad's expectations and, you know, kind of what they were all expecting for Joe and all that good stuff. And they leave that conversation also in a very good place. And it's just like, dude, like, those are a lot of heavy moments to just have yes. sequentially. In yes.
0: a flippin' Pixar movie, and and you're, I think you're touching on the point that I believe I think it was Cindy. I'm pretty sure it may have been Steph, ah. but I'm pretty sure it was Cindy. Alfie brings up a good point. Alfie, it. let's see, let's read. I'll I'll, I'll say what I was going to say about Cindy um, in a moment. Alfie says, I mean, the whole reason the plot even happens is because Joe was a mentor to Curly sometime in the past, and he hits up Joe to play with him. Excellent point, Alfie. Curly it's has succeeded, right? Sets the whole thing in motion. Right. Joe's dream comes true because his former student that he mentored ended up succeeding. We've come a long way from a bug's life. Yes. (laughs) You you ain't wrong. This is true. This is true. Um, But something that's... I I believe it was you, Cindy. uh, Steph, correct me if I'm wrong. um, You said that... This is not something along the lines of this is not a traditional Pixar in the sense that it's not a kid's movie. There's too much here for children to understand. And I think this is the first Pixar of its kind that is like that. Yeah. Right? Um, It deals with so much like you... It was Steph. It was Steph. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Oh, it was Steph. Thank you, Cindy. Yes, Steph, you said this. Um, So much that's heavy happens so quickly that I would argue that it's even too much for many adults to deal with. Yeah. Because the unfortunate truth... I'm going to say something here. Say it. I'm going to say something here. Say it. People are willingly lost to the world around them. Hmm. They get mundane 9 to 5s. They wake up. They do the same shit for 8 hours, 5 days a week that they don't want to do because that's what people do because that's what somebody told them they were supposed to do because that's what society demands society demands you have income and society demands that you buy a house for more money than you will have for decades and you will pay off your mortgage for the rest of your life society demands that you get married and have children society demands that you pay for college and deal with loans for your children that go to college, so then they can repeat the whole cycle. And the truth is that I think a lot of people, deep down in their hearts, really wish that they could rebel against this, but the unfortunate truth is that the route to doing that is nearly non-existent. And that is manufactured. That is manufactured by the people with, with, um, with money. What, who's? What's happening here? Tim said we should all just play jazz. Dude, straight up, society demands tips for nips.
1: Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, have, I have two I have 2 things yes. to, to, to say regarding what you just said. Yes. The first, I do s- still think and believe that there are people who do genuinely find joy and happiness and, uh, you know, Fulfillment from from doing the, those things. Yes, of course. A uh, hundred percent. It's not to say that that's not for for everybody. Right. Um, you know, if if that is if that is you know what what uh, kind of propels you and keeps you going through through life to enjoy it fully in the way that this movie wants us to enjoy life. Um, that's totally cool if that works for you. I think the problem is that it doesn't work for everyone, and a lot of people who it doesn't work for end up doing it because they think that's what might work for them the second thing is just in terms of whether or not this is a kids movie and we talk about it in our episode about Luca um, and it's a discussion of like how emotionally mature do we think kids are and like what kind of lessons or conversations do we think um, are appropriate for them to be a part of even if it's not like consciously where they're fully picking up on it, but just things that they should be exposed to. And I don't know, I like 100%, like I don't know where I sit on on it for this movie. I don't know if this is too emotionally advanced, but I do think it's pretty spectacular that this movie decides to put some trust and some respect. Um, It respects kids enough uh, to put the trust in them that they are emotionally mature enough to fully conceptualize what it is that this movie wants to tackle and wants to talk about, um, which is obviously not something that we can say for every Pixar movie. Does it lean a little bit too much into that? Maybe are there some kids that can pick up on it? Also, maybe, I don't know. But I think it's interesting that they go for it, at least. Absolutely. Where a lot of other kids' movies, and even... Frankly, movies that are made for adults aren't willing to to dive into. They don't trust your emotional maturity. They don't trust your ability to pick up on heavy and and big and broad concepts about life uh, the way that this movie does, which is kind of cool. I totally made a mistake by not going to the bathroom before the stream.
0: Do you need to are you do you desperately need to go? I might that that is okay. I can I can do this for forty five seconds. We'll see how it goes. You go. um, you're absolutely right, Raf. Um, and what you what you implanted in my mind that I wanted to say is that mm-hmm. I think if you were to boil down this movie to like one simple sentence, I think what it's trying to communicate is that you should follow your dreams to the best of your of your abilities and capacity. You should go for it. And, if they don't come true, that's okay. It's okay. Listen to me, 355 people who are watching, many of which whom I've never met. Listen to me. Please listen to me when I tell you this. It is okay if your dreams don't come true. The fact that you have them at all is what makes it worth it that's fucking rad so please if you wake up and you want to do something and you try to do it and you fail that's alright because guess how many people don't even try so many people don't even try so fucking try
1: you're amazing Dorothy Atkinson Oh, All right. so very sweet. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to go the ahead. bathroom, but I'm gonna leave you. Yes, to chat about what yes. I think is the best line of this movie, and kind of really sums everything up. Um, I talked about one of my other favorite lines, which comes at the end. But my other favorite line from this movie is when 22 is talking about, um, you know, finally finding her spark and what she thinks, you know, might be the thing to, you know, get her her Earth badge. Um, for those who are familiar with with what Earth badges mean. In this movie and she's like maybe my you know spark or purpose can be uh, you know sky watching or walking I'm really good at walking and Joe says those aren't really purposes that's just regular old living mm. but that is what becomes her spark plug
0: can you chew on that for a little bit I can chew on that for a little bit so ladies and gentlemen I've been left alone here in my solitude well Raf uses a little the little pee-pee room. And what he said was there's there's a line in the film where Joe, before he this is this is um you know, some poor mentoring on his part, but in a way he's mentoring himself when this happens. To repeat what Raf said, stargazing, people watching, all that stuff, those aren't really purposes, that's just regular old living. And that goes back to what we were saying before. And also, which is a big plot of the movie, where it's people who become obsessed with their purpose and obsessed with their dreams. You can get trapped in that. And that's the whole idea of like, oh, if I... And that's that's Joe's big conflict in the whole film. is like, I'm not a successful jazz player, so I'm a failure. How sad is that? It is sad fundamentally because it's not true. Failing at trying to do something does not make you a failure in terms of living your your life Um, and this is highlighted in that sequence at the end where all these memories flood back to him where he starts playing some original music on the piano where he's looking at the little trinkets he's collected over the course of the day a half-eaten donut uh, the crust of a slice of pizza that he absolutely loved and enjoyed um, a little seed from a tree that he caught in his hand as it fell. These, these beautiful things that happen in the world. what he what he learns is that you you don't that that sort of thing is not reliant on whether or not you're playing at the best jazz club in New York because he leaves that jazz club. he, he, he fulfills his dream, his back. He fulfills his dream, right? He plays at that jazz club. What did I miss? Not much. I was rambling. He plays at that Woo! jazz club, and he does a good job. does a great job. He does a great job. He goes into the zone. And after the show, he, he's, for all intents and purposes, for the plot of the movie, he's succeeded at his dream. Finally. And you know what he feels? Nothing. He feels nothing because the thing he was chasing was not real. It was not real, and Dorothea, whom he sings with, I can't remember the exact anecdote regarding the. Um, you remember the the, the sea the, the, and the, the fish and the ocean. Yeah, yeah. Let me. I'm uh, gonna look it up. Can little, you? Can you cover I think me? I can, with, I think can, can. I think I can. Do you have it?
1: I think I can kind of remember it. Um, a, a little fish goes up to a big fish. Well, like a, a young fish goes up to an older fish and says, Hey, I've been looking for the ocean. And the older fish says, uh, The ocean, you're in the ocean. And the little fish says, No, this is water. I'm looking for the ocean. Is that basically it?
0: Oh, you were doing such a good job. I completely, you completely I completely forgot. I think that's, I, turn, ba- I, turn, I think
1: that's basically, I think that's basically that, that is the essentially, line. That's essentially um, the
0: line, um, in the movie here. But, I can, you, I, you I can, can you can, I can pull it up I can to, read it. to,
1: to recite
0: it fully. Um, yeah. where, where is it? Okay. Yeah. Here's the, here's the quote from the film. And I don't know okay. if this is from something. It's or... from Finding Nemo. It Oh, it is. From, okay. I made that up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, be- I believe you. Um, I heard, this is what Dorothea says to Joe mm-hmm. after she, Yeah, and now a bunch of people are now texting me because <laughs> they know I'm looking at my phone. So this is great. Thank Sheesh, you. I'm going to text you. Um, this Can is I what Dorothea, the successful jazz musician, says to Joe when thank Joe you. admits to her that after playing with her, he thought he was going to feel different and doesn't feel fulfilled. And she says this. I heard this story about a fish. He swims up to an older fish and says... I'm trying to find this thing called the ocean. The ocean? The older fish says. That's what you're in right now. This? Says the younger fish. This is water. What I want is the ocean. Well, fuck. Take that as you will. I think it's fairly... Clear, mm-hmm. what's being communicated there.
1: Um, I love that the movie ends it at that, and she just walks into a cab. Yeah, and then she, she doesn't. She just says that and leaves him with it. She doesn't explain it to him. She doesn't say, well, you know, the purpose of that antidote is to let you know <laughs> that <laughs> that what you've been looking for is the ocean, and you didn't realize that you were in it all along. Right. Don't you see? You're the younger fish. <laughs> Which is what a lesser movie would do. Right. Pixar or not Pixar. Children's movie or adult movie. That's what a Bug's Life would do. Oh. You motherfucker. (laughs) That's what
0: Christopher Nolan would do. That's what Tenet would do. My ass! (laughs) Bruh. Shit. Yeah. But really what... um, To go off on... To to go off... uh, (laughs) Go off, Kate. What that? that <laughs> what what that is communicating. Oh, by the way, we didn't have a, a, a disclaimer at the beginning. If you sheesh in the chat, you get banned. So don't sheesh in the chat. Everyone's sheesh. We're going to they, they, They've themselves. already been sheeshing. No, I know. It's, um,
1: it's reverse
0: psychology. Uh, yeah. What that quote is communicating is that the things that we want or the things that we think. Yeah, Alf- okay. Alfie says Joe basically puts his dream on a pedestal. And didn't fully understand what it was he wanted out of it. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. We build up things that we don't have because we always want more. We always want the next thing. I need to be more successful. I need yeah. to have a bigger apartment. I, I need I need to fucking I don't know, do I need to sh- do whatever. More, pasta. more I need more pasta. I gotta buy the expensive rigatoni this time. Whatever it is for you. <laughs> you know? <laughs> whatever your thing is you you put these things up on a pedestal and the truth is is that what you're looking for and it's horrible because it sounds so cliche but it really is true what you're looking for you already have it's right in front of you not even right in front of you you're in
1: it you're doing it you are it you're being it you're it it's happening the, to you the, right now it's happening all around us the fact that you're even alive is a miracle this movie really just wants us to to sit back and take a deep breath and just marvel at the beauty that is life on this earth and how special and how blessed we are. Shout out, Maselli, hashtag blessed. How blessed we are to just be here doing this ridiculous thing called life. Isn't that wild?
0: And that's... <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Maselli says... Y'all giving me Shia LaBeouf vibes? Make no, that your, was, was Foxhound. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, Foxhound. Don't misquote. Forgive me. I don't know how I mixed that up because Foxhound is nothing like Miss <laughs> <laughs> They're spelled essentially the same way. Hashtag blessed. Thank you. Yes, Hound, yes, of course.
1: Have we talked about the montage yet?
0: I, I, I was, I got into it just, just a smidge, but okay. I didn't, I didn't touch on actually what's shown in it. Dude, that montage fucked me up. And there was a yes. spe- there was a specific moment
1: within the montage in particular. If it's the that same, really, if
0: it's the same as mine, we might just have
1: to, <laughs> to end the stream. Yeah, we might just as a closing act. Yeah, to th- throw something at the camera. Yeah, just shut it all down. Um, do you want to go first?
0: What your moment was? Um, it was the. It, it was when he's standing on the beach with his mother's head on his shoulder. For me, it was the moment on the beach, but it was it was the wave,
1: washing over his feet. Oh yeah, because that is just the simplest, tiniest, most minuscule joy in life. Just a a completely a th- what we would consider a throwaway moment, but it just like fully encapsulates like all of the beauty and all of the significance of like why us being here is so flippin' wonderful. That's all it takes. Mm -hmm. All it takes for that reminder is a leaf to fall or the waves hitting your feet. And it reminds you that we're within this, these giant cosmos and we're experiencing
0: life here together. Isn't that rad? I think it's incredible. I, I'm not exaggerating when I said that I legitimately wept through the last 45 minutes of this film. I'm tearing up thinking about that montage. It's amazing. It would, that, I mean, that's that's when the waterworks really happened. Yeah. I, um, uh, and for anyone who knows me that's very unlike me, um, I... Cindy, yeah, yes.
1: <laughs> we were all on earth to experience a bug's <laughs> life. But dude, isn't 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 that what, what's insane is that <laughs> is that even a bug's life can be as special as the biggest jazz musician's life. If lived the right way, they can both hold the same meaning for that person experiencing it. And that's just that's just wild. That's wild to me. I agree. That's absolutely insane.
0: I think I think that we walk around, dude, um, and I think that most people have their hearts uh, really protected, right? Like nobody nobody actively wakes up and is like, I'm going to be emotional today. I'm going to be in tune with how I feel today. Some people, you know, you know, maybe they, they they try to do that. But what's amazing about Pixar and amazing about this film specifically is that what it does is whether you're willing it you're willing for it to or not it unlocks that Mm -hmm. in you because it tells you what you're already thinking and 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 the truth is 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 that we we walk around so protected that when all we want to do is really when we're on a subway Really look at the other people around you. Think about all the times you ride the subway and you put your head down and you look at your phone and you're like, I don't want to be bothered. There are dozens of other people around you living their lives as well. And you get on the subway and you pay them no mind and they pay you no mind. And that is so fucking sad to me. That is so sad to me. I'm not saying get on a subway and say, Hey, how you doing? What's up? What's going on with you? How you <laughs> what's doing over? Hey, you want a, what's a what's bagel, up? you
1: want a pizza? Yeah,
0: no. I'm not saying do that. Yeah. But the fact that and I know it's true because I do the same thing. You get on a subway and you pretend like those other people aren't there. You yeah. walk down the streets of Manhattan. You pretend like those other people aren't here. Or you pretend like they're in your way. Yeah. Well they usually are. They usually are. Cuz yeah, it's fucking Manhattan I hate
1: when people walk slow. <laughs> I hate a slow walker, dude. This movie is so New York City. It is. We haven't had City. we haven't had any time to talk about that because we've been getting into all of the deep shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a beautiful New York City movie. Maybe one of my top five favorite New York City movies. What's your? What's that, your that's 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 all that's all I have. Do on. you have the other four? Do I have the other okay. four? Absolutely not. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but they're there. There's the list.
0: Okay. It's uh. It's a. I'll. I believe. I'll, I'll dig through. Um. Yeah. That said, so I want to I'm going to uh, I'm going to say it's 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 hard to good fellows, yeah. Yeah. Talk. It's 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 hard to wind down because we have nearly 300 people here. Yeah. We've been ranting about god knows what. We've barely talked about specifics of the movie. That's true. We just kind of talked about life. <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> Um it uh Finds a way. Indeed. <laughs> um, so we... On, on Saturday, we did our first podcast on volume, our first mm-hmm. live podcast, and we were planning on it being two hours, and it ended up being three and a half uh, because we were just having such a good time. Uh, tonight, we planned on it being two hours, and we're coming up on the two-hour mark. Mm-hmm. You in the chat do you want us to stick around? Should we keep Should we keep talking soul? We could talk our little hearts out. Yeah, Um, we could keep talking. Want us to keep going? Because we have more. more. All-nighter. We'll keep (sighs) raging. Damn, Um, cousin.
1: You're gonna need another one of those. Daniel. Intern Dan. Oh, in? We need another drink over here. Darling Daniel. Okay, I need 30 seconds to, to refill. Okay. Right, it's
0: your turn to entertain.
1: Oh, I guess I'll riff on something. You didn't even leave me with anything. I left you with something to riff on, which we're is kind of rude. And now I just need to riff for for a couple of seconds, a couple of minutes while Michael gets another drink. So I think we're going to stick around. It sounds like that's what we want to do. We would love for you guys to stay with us. We understand that it's just it, it's a Thursday night, you know, there are things to do, it's a school night. We have to get back to, you know, our work and our other things and worrying about the the new big apartment and all that other stuff but let's stay here let's sit here and let's continue to live right let's enjoy life together let's do that how does
0: that sound can I get a sheesh can we get a sheesh in the chat if you want us to stick around for longer than we were allotting can we get a can we get a we, can, we can stick around She's we can talk about, spooky. we can talk about whiskers. Yes. she. Hell yeah, sheesh on them.
1: Let's, yes, go. Cousins.
0: Let's go. Oh shit, there's a homer sheesh me. It's a band and, trick. <laughs> it's, it's
1: yeah, it's a okay. chair. yeah, And everybody's banned. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sorry. get out of here, you rascals. Uh, <laughs> um, OK, so what do we want to do? Do we want to keep talking in in these big, broad strokes? Sick dab, Steph. Do you want to keep talking in these in these big broad strokes about you know general themes of the movie? Do we want to get into some of the nitty-gritties, some good scenes, some good moments, some good aspects? We could talk. I mean, we could sit here and talk about
0: just animation for that's, like thirty. That's minutes. That's a great idea. Let's. I let's, really want to talk about the score because
1: that's score.
0: Let's do the score fucks. and let's do animation because. Okay. I feel like we went on like a forty-five hour long tangent about life. Yeah, uh, and I think that let's hit on some of the fun aspects. Yeah, I of think the movie. I think that's a great idea. Okay, uh, Raf, you seem pretty passionate about the score. Talk to me about the score,
1: dude. This score, <laughs> dude, 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 dude. score, dude. This score, dude. Um, okay. it's by Atticus Ross and Trent. Trent or Trent? Trent 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 Reznor of Nine Inch Nails and who've would ever thought that Nine Inch Nails this weird industrial rock band from the 90s would make this beautiful synthy otherworldly sort of of the heavens score for a Pixar movie and all the scenes where Joe is floating through the great beyond and the universe and he has like in that in the beginning when he's falling from the great beyond to the great before they're like there's sh- their shouts to, to 2001 a space odyssey mm-hmm. and like the fucking star what, what is it the stargaze thing that he goes through mm-hmm. and the score is just like this fucking crazy synth that's just fucking hitting perfectly and at the end when he's flying back to earth with 22 and 22 is finally about to live her life it's so perfect. and you mix that in with I, I forgot the the name of the guy who did it. Um, but the all the jazz portions of, of the score are are phenomenal too uh, when when Joe is in is in the uh, is in the band and he's playing with the uh, with Dorothea and her crew. But then also when there are moments that are a little bit more earthly and not so much about like the soul aspect, uh, they're kind of sticking with the jazz portion of the score it all kind of blends together and mixes together in a way that it really shouldn't but also like the the way that the movie is constructed is also about the blending of those two things of like the soul and the earth, and like our earthly beings and it's just like a perfect mirror into that. I don't know if you were if you felt the same way about the score that I did, but I fucking love
0: that. I I I did and you raise an amazing point because the whole 22's whole thing, and the whole thing that she, t- what's great, what's great about the mentorship between Joe and 22 is that it's kind John of, John Batiste. Yes. Oh, go and by, by the way, before I go on, Mark, I haven't seen you say anything in chat, so I don't know who you are, but Mark, hello. Welcome. Thank you for the 75 amps. Very generous of you. Thank you so Thanks, much, Mark. Mark. You have a deep purple name, so I'm assuming you're with Volume. So, thank you for having us here, Mark. Pleasure to digitally meet you. Hello. Thank you. Um. Oh hi, Mark. Oh hi, Mark. I did not hit her. I did not. I did not. I did not. <laughs> Mark is the man. Mark Says is Vicky. the man. We love you, Mark. You're the man. Um. The, the there's a role reversal that happens in the film with 22 and with Joe. Where she's essentially... And it's it's somewhat clever storytelling-wise and ironic... Because while she's in Joe's body... Mm-hmm. She's kind of mentoring him. Mm-hmm. Because she's dealing with aspects of his life in his body... Mm-hmm. With a fresh mindset. Doing things and saying things he wouldn't otherwise do... Because of his preconceived notions about the world around him. And as a result of this beautiful reversal... He learns so much... Watching this, and what happens is, is what you're talking about, like, we, we we talked about it, right, about just, like, living life, and how, like, that's, like, that's your purpose, right? It sounds corny, but that's really what we're saying, is that just enjoying and living life, like, that's the purpose of being alive, is that she has this phrase called jazzing, which isn't a word. And it's not, like, musically oriented. It's yeah. literally the way it's used in the film is that, oh, it's just, enjoy- it's it's laying on... A sidewalk vent and enjoying the air that gets blown up from the subway on you—that's jazzing. It's sitting in a corner eating a delicious, delicious piece, <laughs> a delicious piece of pepperoni piece. That's jazzing. It's giving a out-of-work musician in the subway a quarter of your donut. That's jazzing jazzing in this movie is a term that's used to describe enjoying life and enjoying the moments and that's what she teaches joe and what's great about that is it's it's this ethereal thing right mm-hmm. and and like you're talking the way you're talking about music and how it's used in the film it's great because right music especially live music mm-hmm. is that very thing it's an ethereal thing once if you go to a live show and this is, this is the same for theater, or a play, or a Broadway musical, or whatever. If you go to a live show, when it's over, it's over. Mm-hmm. It's gone. The only thing of it that remains is your memory of the experience of it. It's this ethereal thing. And that's why so many people love the theater, is because the only people who will ever really know what that experience was like was the people who were there was the people who were there. And that's then, uh, it's attributed to them that um, amazing little montage we were talking about at the end with the memories. The eight billion other people on earth, they don't know Joe's memories, but it doesn't matter that they know because to him, those are amazing things. The only people on the beach were him and his mother. And guess what? That is one of the most, Beautiful moments that any human being could have enjoying the sand at your feet and the waves hitting your feet While your mother's head rests proudly on your shoulders as she gets older. That's jazzing right. <laughs> That's jazzing. Crying, crying again, man. I'm um, crying again. So yes all that to say the score is great. Yeah. <laughs> the score is exceptional. I agree. Another specific of the movie
1: that I wanted to get into mm-hmm. a little bit and kind of pick your brain on mm-hmm. um so like right we have this 22 character who's clearly one of the oldest souls in the before world in the yes. like before times or whatever mm-hmm. whatever it's called um, and we see that she has this series of mentors who are all like great names and figures in history it's Muhammad Ali, it's Mother Teresa, it's Abe Lincoln, it's Copernicus, it's uh, it's like old Greek philosophers, right? And all these all these great, you know, uh, you know, larger than life figures who who have kind of walked the earth but be- before us, um, and none of them are able to to get through to her, or it. Um, I wrote this down in my notes. Uh, I just I thought it was kind of weird that they assigned a gender to an unborn soul. Interesting point. But I I, I don't think we need to fully dive into that, sure but it was weird enough that I decided to write it down
0: that's an interesting point
1: either way she has all these great figures who who mentor her and are you know these larger-than-life figures these people who have all succeeded in great ways to the point that we still know their names um, long after their deaths Um, and they're trying to help her find a purpose but really at the end of the day her purpose is as simple as as what we've been talking about. Um, and I just thought it was interesting that like, it doesn't matter, you know, how great you are in the legacy that you leave behind if you're still not able to enjoy life. And it's not to say that these great figures didn't, um, you know, like how inspiring can that be? Or is that only inspiring to a certain point if you're not able to get through to someone like 22? Like, what right. does that,
0: what does that mean? Well, um, can you unpack that for me? I mean, that's, I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's, 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 that's a really t- a tough question. And it's heavy. But the truth is, I think that it, it, quite simply, the movie does answer that to an extent is that somebody's life, somebody's like life work, mm-hmm. what they spent, or what they're remembered for, um, the greatest physicist in the world, or the greatest politician in the world, is not going to be a good mentor to someone who doesn't care about politics or um, or science. Um, <clears throat> Robert De Niro is not going to be an idealistic figure to someone who doesn't care about movies so essentially the reason and this is you know the 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 dramatic irony of the storytelling the 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 reason that Joe is so perfect a mentor for 22 is because even though he thinks he has a mundane life the truth is he is at the epicenter of the world he lives in the heart of New York City where (laughs) everything Everything fucking happens, baby. <laughs> New York, motherfucking city, cuz. Now, there are plenty of great places to live, but let's be honest. A lot of you folks in the chat, I know you're in New York, or New York adjacent. This place is pretty amazing.
1: <coughs> That's
0: okay. Good gravy. But, this place isn't amazing because of its location. The place is amazing. Because of the people who populate it, hmm. how many times have you stood outside of a bar, someone inebriated, and had a conversation with a complete stranger, and it feels like they know you, and it feels like you know yeah. them? Does That's... it have to be a bar? No, what about a museum. Wow! Well, I don't go to
1: museums. I don't go to museums either. I'm trying to. I was trying to pretend that I. am oh, you were trying to make a point.
0: Yeah, I was trying to I, pretend that I'm a more well-rounded person than then, I actually am. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, as someone who's sitting here uh, drinking liquor... Thirsty Thursday, bro. The the truth is that when you introduce some of this to people, they loosen up, <laughs> right? And you, you meet some of these people outside bars in Manhattan, and you hear their live stories. I've met folks from Europe, folks from Canada folks from Mexico, folks from all over the world, outside of bars, and they talk about how amazing New York is because they say where I'm from, or other places I've visited, and they say this when talking to me, I this doesn't happen anywhere. You can't stand here and just start talking to someone and bum a smoke off them and just start to have a conversation about life with them. And so I think it's very indicative of the storytelling that this story, and film takes place in Manhattan. In fact, I don't think it could take place anywhere else. It it, it probably could not. Yeah, it probably could not. I got so, nothing else. So I don't know if that answers your
1: question. I don't know if there was a question. I don't. I don't know if it did. But well, hey,
0: that's what. That's we know. that's that's show, life. That's showbiz, baby. That's showbiz, baby. Let's um, go. But it is true. Yeah, it is true. I think. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know if I have anything anything else. I think that people were sheeshan and people want to people. stick around. But yeah. you know what? The truth is you can have too much of a good thing. And I'ma tell you what. We made no. s- we made some rules early on. We made some rules early on regarding amps and how many amps you needed to see a nip. Tips for nips. We've only reached half of that threshold, but we had at one point 444 people here. That's four, that's a little under 400 more people than we had on Saturday. That is an amazing thing to me. And because of how incredible the turnout has been, forget the AMP rule, you're gonna get your NIP. Do it. I'm gonna give you your NIP. Do it. Here's your NIP, baby. And oh, I just tore my just shirt. Short, I just, just tore short. my shirt. There's your, there's your little pepperone. There's the nip. You got it. Wow. I wasn't expecting that. I just decided in the moment.
1: Hell yeah, dude. Live in the moment, bro. Dude, live in it. Let's just, uh, let's be here and
0: show <laughs> Will- your. Show William, your William Brandon, who hasn't said anything <laughs> prior. <laughs> Go off, King. That's jazzing, baby.
1: That is jazzing. That's jazzing, baby. Um Bro. <laughs> <fucking it's, laughs> dude, that the, the chat was kind of dead, and then you show nip yeah. and like 50 people left. But everyone who's in the chat was like, hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. Um, that is jazzing. I, Michael, from my end, I think I think I've said most of what I wanted to say about this movie yes I've had an incredible time talking about it with you with our viewers with our chatters with our tippers with our volume folks um, I don't know if you have anything else to say um, um on the movie any any final thoughts? no words, I any, anything that um,
0: I don't but have, have I don't out. have much more to say regarding the film. I yeah. I would just like to thank Vicky. Thank you for the tip. Thank you, Vicky. Thank you for everyone who's tipped tonight. If I yes. if we missed anybody, thank you. Thank you all of us for joining us. This has actually been uh, incredible. I something was here's what I wanted to say. Um, do tell something we do on our podcast, if anybody here has listened to it before, you know, we have a general outline of what we want to talk about and the points we're going to hit. But something that we really like, enjoy doing, we like jazzing. We like riffing. <laughs> <laughs> we like riffing. We like impromptu content. We like... I don't like the term making it up as we go along, even though that's essentially what we're doing. Um, I like figuring it out, and just having a free-form conversation. I like that idea of it being free-form. And that's what we do here, and that's what we've done here for the past two hours. I had no idea we were going to have these kind of conversations about life that we had. I truly had no idea that was going to happen.
1: No. And that was my favorite part of the whole program. I thought we would maybe touch on it a little bit, but I didn't think that that would make up most of the time here. I thought thought we would touch on how moving the movie was. Mm Mm-hmm. but I didn't think that we would, you know, essentially be sitting here and having a, a therapy session with, uh, you know, th- three hundred to four hundred people. Indeed. But it's been, it's been a blast. I've had a great time, um, which is why you know we can't we can't box ourselves in nah. to these things that we think we're going to do, whether it be being a famous jazz musician or talking about a Pixar movie and how good the animation style is and how it, you know, compares to other Pixar movies, right? Sometimes you just gotta jazz. You got, you must jazz away. Yeah, and I think we jazzed. Y'all jazzed. Y'all jazzed with
0: us. It's true. We get into oh, first of all. Okay, <laughs> this is something, and I've, I've I've said this anytime anytime I performed in a show or whatever, or had people come to see something I was working on. Here's the thing: what we're doing right now in front of this camera is meaningless. Without the people watching and listening, if you weren't there, we might as well be talking to a wall. The only t- and that's the, right yeah. that's the same for a movie. This oh, wall right here. That's the same for a movie. Wall. That's the same. That's the same for a song. If there's not somebody to listen watch or consume what has been created the thing may has may as well not have been created to begin with so tonight is not about us it's about y'all it's about y'all it, y'all being here taking yeah. 2 hours out of your lives on a Thursday night to sit there watch and listen to us to engage in the chat it is amazing to me I absolutely adore it thank you so much truly now let's do some plugs <laughs> do you uh, before we get into plugs do you want
1: to do you want to rate the movie do you oh, wanna soul give, do you want to do uh, some stars or whatever sure um, I will
0: I will give this film yeah four out of five stars that is my rating. That is what I rated it on Letterboxd. What do you recommend it? I think I, that's another thing that we that we do. I would recommend this film to everybody except people under the age of eight.
1: <laughs> you gotta wait until you're older to see this Pixar Indeed. movie. <laughs> um, that's that's a good I think that's a good that's a good place. Um, I typically don't give star ratings to Pixar movies because my my grading mechanisms for them are kind of different. I usually compare them to other Pixar movies and, and kind of rank and rate them within that Pixar world and not to kind of just like movies as a whole, which now that I'm saying it out loud sounds super douchey. Um, but to me, they're just like a different animal um, in terms of how they're experienced and, and what they are. All that being said, if I were to rate this in a in a typical, Fashion the way I would rate any other movie. I think I would give it four four out of five stars. It was one of my favorite movies from last year. Um, it's like we've gone into. It's deeply emotional. It's an absolute roller coaster. It's um, it's truly a cinematic experience, um, and that's not something that you can say about a lot of the garbage that we get um, today or just in general from from the cinema. So that's always a treat. I thoroughly enjoyed it I would 100% recommend I thought it was bomb I thought y'all were bomb in the chat I think this was a truly amazing experience Um, I know it was for me I think it was for Mike I hope it was for you guys watching and listening and sitting in the chat and you know throwing throwing out um, your own takes and stuff Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did thank you genuinely plugs for the bottom of my heart thank you Raph Who are you? Where can you be found? I'm Raf. I can be found on the Twitter and Instagram machines, at Rafstitt, all one word, R-A-F-S-T-I-T-T, all one word, on Twitter and Instagram, talking about movies, mostly plugging the show, doing other things, maybe the occasional meme or whatever. You know how it goes. can also be found on Letterboxd, uh, reviewing movies, if you're into that sort of thing and you like to make lists and drop reviews can be found there, at Raphstit, all one word. Michael, where can we find you? Thank you, you Alfie. Yes, Alfie, <sighs> Raff's Tit. I've never heard that joke before. Hilarious. That did not happen on the third grade playground every day <laughs> of, of my life. Is
0: so, that a core
1: memory? That is no. a core memory. Yeah, that, uh, would, that would be my
0: montage. It would be a bunch of kids yelling, Raphstit, Tick. <laughs> um, Thank you, Raff, for sharing your socials. I am Mike Ladies and gentlemen, you can find me primarily on Instagram at Michael underscore Ruoco underscore. That's R-U-O-C-C-O. R-U-O-C-C-O. Michael underscore Ruoco underscore. I post memes and pictures of Barata. primarily, respectfully. <laughs> that's what I do. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter and Letterbox at Michael underscore Ruoco. Once again, that's R-U-O-C-C-O. And you can find both of us and the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at straight2 dvd pod that's the number 2 straight2 dvd pod and you can find the show itself wherever you find your podcast and while you're here click that little follow button right there if you here, click oh, the follow nice. button yeah. it doesn't cost you anything all you have to do is click it Click it, click that motherfucker. Click it, Boop. click it, yeah. Do it. You got nothing to lose,
1: dude. And finally, uh, one last plug. Sorry, plug. But we, I mean, we got to do it while you're here. If you guys enjoy the show, if you want to support us, make sure you're following us on all the places that he said. If you want to give us a review on on your pod on your podcast platforms. I don't know if you can leave reviews on volume but if you can that'd be pretty sick if you like what you see if you like what you hear if you're enjoying these shows we're going to try to do more of them but if you also want to support the show put some money in our pockets so that we can continue doing the things that we love to do which is talking about movies with y'all you can follow that link that's i believe in our bio find it in our bio on socials as well and you can buy some lovely merch like this t-shirt they come in black they come in white they come in blue they come in purple, they come in maybe not yellow maybe not green maybe some other colors you can also get long sleeve you can get hoodies you can get crew necks you can get stickers you can get mugs we're working on Tesla's so we're, we're still we're still waiting on that we're waiting to hear back from Elon we have we have contacts at Tesla um, that we're waiting to hear back more from.
0: Elon's in the chat today, but he hasn't said anything because he's embarrassed. Yeah. Elon, yeah. thank you for being here.
1: Yeah. Meme stalk us. Yes, please. Dude, diamond hands.
0: Straight to DVD coin. To the moon. We're going there. Straight to the moon. Baby. DVD. <laughs> um, dope. Pretty sick. Us. Yeah. I think that's it. Guys, seriously, thank you so much. This has been uh, truly unbelievable. It's It's been been a pleasure. I've had such a good time. I've had a great time. Well, we're bad at goodbyes. We are. I don't like saying goodbye. We don't like saying goodbye. Um,
1: But we will see you guys next time for more movie talk. Because
0: we're movie guys. Hell yeah. Let's go.